0: Welcome into Inside the Den, your look inside Lee's McCray Athletics. Inside the Den is produced for the sole purpose of keeping Bobcat fans in the know and can be found on our website, lmcbobcats.com, or on SoundCloud. Just search Lee's McCray Athletics. Now, here's your host, Tim Hall. Welcome back to Inside the Den, Bobcat fans. Today, we are going to talk some women basketball. We have Coach Keith Jennings on the line head coach of the women's basketball team at lees McRae College. Keith, welcome back to Inside the Den.
1: Hey, how you doing, Coach? I'm doing. Always done. good to be back in the den, hopefully getting ready for another season of women's basketball.
0: Yeah, well, you know what? First thing I was thinking about this morning is, are you ready for this winter that's about to hit us?
1: Man, you know, I mean, dealing with the circumstances that we're living in right now, um, you know, it's, it's hard to, be expectant of anything right now so and i know it was cold this morning we had a 6 a.m practice and going outside i was like you're right if this is any indication of what this winter will bring then uh i'll be in sweatshirts and sweatpants a lot this winter
0: (laughs) well sugar mountain and beach mountain have started to make snow that's when you know it's really about to start so uh uh, Uh it's on now (laughs) the last time we spoke and you were in the den, we talked a little bit about recruiting. And mm-hmm. you talked a little about the four newcomers that you have on the team. And I wanted to kick things off uh, to just get your thoughts about with that, those new folks coming in, and, You know, do you expect them to see any uh, playing time this year? Are they going to see the floor? What are they bringing to the table?
1: Well, you know, uh, I'm very pleased with um, the, the freshmen this year. and and the newcomers. Uh, They've been working hard. Uh, Morgan Gray, uh, she's been dealing with a couple little injuries. Uh, Our shoulder's been bothering her a little bit, but she's trying to fight through it. And uh, Stephanie, she's from Canada, and she's been showing a lot of promise early. I think she's one of the young players that kind of understands the game at an early stage in her life, and one of the best conditioned uh, post players I've ever seen upon their arrival on campus. And Uh, Peyton, you know, she runs cross-country, so she's going to be in excellent shape, but once again, been dealing with injuries, and uh, Josias has just been, you know, know, waiting her turn, so to speak. So we'll see how all of them end up panning out, and at some point, you know, hopefully they can make a difference for the program.
0: I was going through your roster, and, uh, you know, one of the things that jumped out to me, I could be wrong about this, is that it, it looks as if, On paper, you have added a lot more size and height. I mean, you've got a 5'11 guard, uh, two uh, 5'10 forward, another 5'11 forward, a 6'2 center. Uh, you know they're on the younger side they're they're sophomores and freshmen but mm-hmm. I'm looking at that and I'm thinking about your past teams and they seem to not have that same type of size but maybe they're a little quicker and agile uh, mm-hmm. how, how is that going to play into the team this year and for the future in general
1: well you know you know I know the game of basketball and you know when you have a season like we just had you kind of got to look at what you really need and one of the things that we lack was rebounding and uh, just having some size. And, you know, the girls that are returning have some, a year of experience under their belts, you know, it felt like they was going to be able to understand it a little bit more. more. So getting a little bit more size is going to definitely help us in that area. And uh, that was like one of the main things I wanted to do. And uh, now that we got that, I'm thinking it's going to make a difference, but you know, Tim, you know, basketball is about being tough and, you know, we all together as a team have to get tougher and uh you know we just me and coach hurst make sure we do drills on the daily to try to you know make sure we can understand that the game is a physical game and if you can't stand up to that against anybody else that we play then it's going to be a tough year for us so you know we're just you know going from the ground up and uh hopefully we'll have a better season than we did last year
0: yeah well speaking of last season and i want to come back to that mental side of things here in a minute too, um, but. I'm glad you brought that up. You know, last season was a tough one for you, record-wise. Mm-hmm. What is it about this year's team that's giving you some hope in in the midst of all these circumstances, which are not ideal or good for anyone, but what is it about the team you have now that's giving you hope about the upcoming season?
1: You know, one of the things is just about experience. I think last year, when you, when you leave high school and you come to college in your freshman year, you don't really know what to expect. I think now my freshmen that are sophomores got that year of college experience under their belt. And so now I think they understand what they really getting themselves into. And so, you know, with the addition of these newcomers, hopefully they can learn quick. But like you said, coaching in these times right now is you don't get to spend as much time as you would like, you know, you got to deal with some things that some variables that make you not able to practice and things of that nature. So you it's kind of, you know, it's really tough, man. And, Off the subject a little bit, I admire these young people for really trying to get after it going through this because I I think back and I see how thankful I I am for being able to work on my craft and not have to worry about certain things to stop you from becoming the best player that you can become. So um, one thing I try to make sure they know now, everybody's in the same boat. So if we can do anything extra, then it's going to help us. And, you know, I think we're on the cusp. I think, you know, finally got a team that likes to play the style I really like of getting up and down the court. Uh, and like I said, these players are, you know, getting stronger and smarter about the game. And, you know, as a coach, as you know, you got to be tough on them because it's going to be demanding. But, you know, when the gym is quiet, I guess, you know, we got to make sure our voices are going to be the loudest because everybody's going to know what you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. So this is going to be a challenging year for us basketball coaches, as, as it already has been. But we're just hoping that we at least have the season because, you know, these young people have worked hard to be able to do what they love to do and not that and for that not to happen i know that's got to be tough for for some
0: of yeah well i like what you said about on the cusp and that's a that's a good feeling you can feed off of when you Mm -hmm. know you're like right there at the edge and it can go one way or the other Uh, and it's all going to boil down to that mentality that you're talking about and i agree with you i have said to our team quite a few times that i don't envy them at all i don't envy their situation i have Mm -hmm. tried to put myself in their shoes and I just cannot imagine trying to be be my best as an athlete and having to contend with all these variables and you know you're you're we're all being held back an awful lot you know for the right Right. reasons but it it uh it's going to be tough mentally and back to that that mental side of things you know we talk about on our team an awful lot that hey if you might be doing all this work and working harder and more and better than these other teams but Speak a little bit about how important it is that if you aren't working on the mental side, well, that can really derail all that work that you're doing.
1: I mean, you couldn't have said it better. You know, that's to be mentally tough to deal with these times and then to really work on the craft of, of basketball, of trying to remember the sets that we're trying to run, the defenses that we're trying to do, what we're trying to do in certain defenses to – you know offensively how can i help my teammate get the best shot is it my night can i stay mentally tough and mentally ready to be ready to carry the team you know it's a lot of questions that you know all these athletes are going to have to answer and being mentally tough in these times that you're in right now is going to prepare you for those situations because they're going to appear mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying we're going to have close games you know we're going to have blowouts and if you mentally tough to be able to get back in if you're on the wrong side of that blowout then You'll know what you're doing right now is putting you in that good that good state of mind to be ready for that. But if you're not, then I guess you're in that process of continuing to try to grow as a player and as a program. And us coaches, man, we want to grow now. So I'm mm-hmm. uh, hoping over this Thanksgiving break all the way through Christmas that basketball is going to be on their mind. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I like think all the coaches, you know, we don't have no control of that, but Zoom meetings weekly and you know, personal phone calls and things of that nature is what's gonna to have to be done just to make sure it enters their mind. I think.
0: Well, so the Conference Carolinas recently came out with the basketball schedule for 2021. Uh, what, when that came out, what are your thoughts about that and the schedule design and the and the way that they formatted and uh, put that 16 game schedule together? For you, what jumps out?
1: You know, I think playing the back-to-back games Mm -hmm. on Friday and Saturday and playing the same team a few times in that, I think that's going to be kind of interesting because I think, you know, it takes me back to playing in the park. If you win, you stay up. And Mm so now if you win the first game, you're going to feel good that you can win the second game. And, uh, you know, I think that's one of the things that I'm I'm anxious to see how that's going to unfold uh but our schedule was tough you know and, and our girls know it and you know once I first heard it and I told them you know our first six games if if you guys go home and don't do anything we could easily start off 0 and six you know I'm always you know that real that real voice type coach you know I'm not going to say go home and don't do anything and come back and we can be six and oh the game doesn't work like that when you're coming from where we're coming from yeah. Yeah. so you know hopefully they'll understand that and that's one of the things like I said that you have experienced I think now some of these girls will go home I believe that they will be working and and even in this cold weather find out how to get cardio in and things of that nature and hopefully when they get back we can just really jump into it because a 16 game schedule is it's not it's not a lot that you can waste you know it's not one single game every game is going to mean something if you get into if you want to get into the tournament which is what we really want to do yeah. and then hopefully surprise some people and win it
0: Well, I think what you said about conditioning is going to be key because you open the season on January the 13th. You got your first three games at home, then the next three on the road. But the season ends February 25th. I mean, we're talking about, what, five weeks? And Mm -hmm. you got 16 games, and that's cramming a lot of games into a, a small time frame. So conditioning is going to be key on top of the mental side.
1: Exactly. And, you know, that's one thing about our team. We're kind of deep. You know so it's a good chance that you know up to almost all these girls can play but when it comes down to it you know i need five that's gonna get it done so i don't care which five that is and so hopefully you know like you just said if they go home and find ways to keep their cardio up i think that's gonna be the pivotal part for a lot of these teams that are you know fighting in this tough conference that we're in man this conference is you know it's not it's not an easy conference to get wins in <laughs> yeah you know what i'm saying and so every, when you're trying to progress as a program you got to realize every little thing that you do can enhance our chances of, of bettering that situation we in because everybody know until you get to the top that's an everyday thing to get better it's not it's not like okay we're here now we don't have to work as hard but it's just getting to that point it's it's really it's really a tough position to get
0: to yeah, and then when you're there, it's pretty lonely up there. And Man, everybody's I like, coming I after I like
1: you. like lonely feeling, though, Tim.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I agree.
1: I remember said, say, we were number one quite a bit. We had to take everybody's best punch, but that's something we look forward to. And they knew if they wasn't ready to play, they probably would get beat.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, you brought up the the way that format of the schedule is, and I looked at that myself, and I thought, you know what? Uh, Boy, momentum is going to be a big factor for the teams and how they play that first time you play them, you know, because you are going back to back. It reminds me of some of of how college baseball has these, you know, three-game weekends, and they say in the game of baseball, the hardest thing to do is sweep. Sweeping a team Mm -hmm. is so difficult, but that first game uh, that you play is going to set the tone Mm -hmm. for the next game. Uh, yeah. do you do you think it's going to favor the team who wins that opening game regardless of if you're on the road or, or at home?
1: I think you I think it has to. You know, I think you know when you're playing and especially if you got to play the same team right by, right back to back. So if you get them on that Friday, only thing you got to hope for is Saturday, you don't think you're big headed enough to think it's automatically going to happen on Saturday. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of teams like you said to sweep somebody is tough. And, you know, I, usually the saying is to beat somebody three times is tough and, you know, beat them twice in the regular season. And then if you meet them in the tournament, that's tough. So a lot of those things are, you know, you just with, depending on which side you're on, we'll determine which side you believe in. Yeah. But for the most part, I think that first game is critical. And if you don't win that first one, it's, it's hopefully a good game. If not, if it was a blowout, I know sometimes people lose confidence really quick and they could think is this could happen again. And you don't want to be in that situation.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, as I looked at that schedule, I, you know, it, I, I think it was the same for you as well as the men team. And, uh, I, I see it as uh playing to our advantage because we get the first three games at home and mm-hmm. every team is going to, you know, be going through all of the difficult protocols and uh, what that could entail but the fact that we, you know, get to play at home in our own gym uh, before going on the road for the next three, I mean, as you said, you could go 0-6 if you don't hit it off right, but you could also go 6-0. and 0. And, yep. boy, 6-0 and 0 in a 16-game season, it's you got huge. the wind at your back.
1: It's, it's very huge. Uh, and I was wondering when you were just saying how you get your teams ready, so how do you send a message? If, you, if you're trying to get your cyclists to get ready – you know, I, I think in basketball, you would hopefully to send a, either a physical one or a, a smart one. What What is the message that you try to send or you try to get your, your, your riders to send?
0: Well, that's a good question. You know, I'll use last fall as an example. Uh, and I, this is a question I was going to have for you and for Steve when I talk about the men basketball is you know we knew what our schedule was going to be like we knew where we were going to go race we you know our team everyone looks at the national championship as the 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 race that is it that's the mm-hmm. one uh you know and unlike basketball we're going to go to the national championship you know that's a for you know we already know that it's just a matter of what athletes are going to go mm-hmm. but i asked the team i said you know what games What races on our calendar are really the most important ones? And I sat back and I waited for them to say. And Mm -hmm. they looked at the schedule and, uh, you know, thankfully they didn't say the national championship. They said the home race. Well, why is the home race important? And the home race was about three or four weeks ahead of national championship. And I was like, you're exactly right. That's important because we have to be hitting our stride at this point in the season. And that's going to be an indicator for the conference championship the next weekend. And that if we have momentum and have success those two weekends, that's going to give us confidence to go into the national championship mm-hmm. and, uh-huh. and race and race to our ability. If we don't perform ahead of the national championship, how in the world are we going to get there and expect to do well? So yeah. they were looking ahead to. Our home race on campus, and then they knew we want to come in and we want to just clean house, uh, and they did that. They absolutely did that. That and then that just boosted their morale, their confidence. We went to mm. conference championships at Lindsey Wilson the next week. Did the same thing against most of the teams that were going to be at the national championship, and uh, and so it was that critical moment in the middle of the season that gave us. That confidence and and success and momentum we needed to you know do well at national. So that was that was how we handled it. That's how I probably would have approached it this year as well if we could have um, if we had the chance to race. And so that was a question I had for for you and for Steve is as you're looking at that calendar, yeah, you want to start off hot because that's going to give you some good momentum. But is there are there any games one game in particular or a series where you look at it and you say this is a pivotal matchup. This is going to be an indicator of can we truly compete at the tournament level?
1: I mean, for for me personally as a coach, you know, when you come into this league and you realize how tough it is and you start to wonder, you look back at past records and you wonder like, okay, let's, let's, see, how, let's see how many teams in this conference we'll be able to beat. And uh, fortunate enough, we've beaten everybody in our conference except Belmont Abbey. Mm-hmm. And they're definitely like one of the best teams in the league, if not – the best team in the league. So I'm sure at this point this year, you know, for them to really feel like, cause I know when we play, they feel like we can win because we have beaten all these teams. Everybody's been a part of at least beating somebody in our conference, except Belmont. myself. So if, if we can cross that bridge at some point this year, I think they will at least really feel like when you beat one of the best teams, you got to feel like you, you're one of the best teams. And like I say, I just go on a lot of personal knowledge and, you know, like you said, getting to the top was tough. But once you get to the top, then you got to prepare yourself to take on anybody that, that's now coming for the top spot because that's where everybody wants to be when mm-hmm. you're in sports. Nobody wants to be at the bottom slot. I mean, you can say what you want, you know, about everybody's a winner. and But if you're a true sports person, you know people at the top are the winners. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Well, the one, that's at the top, that's the real winner. And everybody can't get that spot, but you got to have some type of, Spirit in you to want to get to that spot. And if you and your teammates do, then it's a chance you might be able to get there, but it's not going to be easy. I think a lot of kids in our generation think, you know, unless they're built for it, they think it's easy. It's going to be easy where well, we can just do this and it'll be enough. No, you'll know us enough when you get to that spot. Until mm. then, you're not doing enough.
0: Well, as you and I have talked about before, it takes what it takes. And, uh, you know, if you want what you want, there's a price to pay to get to that spot, to get to that level. And it takes what it takes and you have to be willing to pay that price. Um, Okay, so one last question uh, about the season. And I want to get also your personal take about this. Now, Mm -hmm. what's going to be very unique is there as of right now, no fans are going to be allowed in the stands.
1: Right. Huh.
0: <sighs> Which is tough. I would yeah. imagine that's going to be tough because all athletes, man, they we feed off this vibe from the people watching us, even if it's just our family and friends there. But there's no yeah. fans in the stands as of right now. How, how do you see the players responding to that situation? Number one, your players. But number two, hey, the NBA just finished off their season. They did it. How would you, because you played in the NBA, how would you mm-hmm. have handled it if you had to go through what they just went through
1: i mean you know i guess the the first for for my team you know it's it almost be like practice on steroids now because it means something because now we're in the gym all the time and you know usually last year you know people would come by and watch practice and you know and things of that nature but this year that's hadn't happened so I don't think that uh, it's going to change too much now. you just got to be ready to do different things because every system that you call out or every defense that you call out, I'm sure the other coaching staff is going to listen and try to get your calls to try to maybe prepare them. So I think teams are going to get creative in what they try to do. And I, and I know we will. And uh, that's just going to be, you know, in a, a big adjustment. I think they're gonna miss the fans because now you definitely gonna hear my voice a little bit more. <laughs> so I think miss. I think they're gonna really. It ain't gonna be no misinterpretation to what I want as a coach. Why are you out there now? Like I couldn't hear what you were saying, coach. Oh, you heard me. You can uh-huh. hear me now. <laughs> yeah. And um. Uh, and back to me. When I was a player, I would treat it just like I said. You know, you when you play at the park growing up, and you don't have no crowds and you just out there with maybe 10 of your best friends and y'all are just playing basketball and you know, you're just trying to win. So, I mean, I I think it wouldn't be as much of a problem as, you know, as how people adjusted to it this year. You know, I mean, it's, it def, it's definitely different because like you said, you know, I, I can remember hitting big shots and the crowd, just go crazy. And then next thing you know, the defense steps up and it just turns the whole game around. I mean, that, vibe will be sorely missed but now you won't get to really see what your teammates really think about you and the Mm, program mm -hmm. being the loudest ones in the gym now and you know like i said i'm not big on moral victories but that's a challenge for me i want you know no matter what the outcome i need y'all encouraging each other and being loud you know making sure everybody on the same page you got that opportunity now so we're gonna see if we can be our best cheerleader
0: you know well we as coaches we talk about tuning out you know the noise And and that we have to rally with one another. And it it is going to be a test do do we does that does that really work? And can we really do it? And, you know, it's just us. There's nobody Mm -hmm. else, you know, And, and that we in the end, we're playing for one another, you know, as teammates and as a team. And that's I think if if we can rally around one another in that regard, it doesn't matter if it's a packed house or if there's nobody watching. You just want to win.
1: That's it winning cures a lot of things you know if you have a bad shooting night but if you win you can probably deal with it if you know you get a little mild injury in the game but you win you can kind of deal with it a little bit better so i i try to tell you my team a lot you know winning cures a lot we can win the game and have 25 turnovers i won't say nothing about the 25 turnovers because we won
0: yep so that's all that matters <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right keith Thanks for sharing uh, your perspective on the upcoming season. We have a you know uh, almost two months to wait before the opener on January the thirteenth. Even though there's no fans allowed in the stands right now, they will be able to watch online. It will be broadcast online. So. Uh, you know, you won't have to just read about it. Hopefully we, uh, break the servers at Lee's McRae or wherever it is, it's hosting it. And we got all the fans tuning in, uh, and watching the game. So Keith, thanks for sharing those stories and, and, uh, information about your team coming up and we look forward to following you through 2021.
1: Thank you, Tim. Always a pleasure, man. And, uh, you stay safe out here as long, along with everyone else. And, uh, you know, happy
0: holidays. Yep. Happy holidays and go Bobcats. Go Bobcats. To listen to this episode again or to find previous episodes, go to our website, lmcbombcats.com, or find us on SoundCloud by searching Lise McRae Athletics. And as always, go Bobcats.